Hey, it is so great to have you back with us. I can't tell you what it's like for me. I'm, I'm a people person, and it was with all great restraint today that I uh, could not just go around and hug each and every one of you. Uh, we're trying to honor that social distancing, but I can't tell you, it is so much better to actually see faces instead of just a blank room and a camera, trust me. And uh, we are so glad that you're here. We do want to give a great welcome to all of you watching us online. No, we are glad that, that you're tuning in. Thank you for staying faithful uh, and being with us through all of this glad that you are keeping yourself safe. Now, one of the things that happened this week as we began to uh, just poll who was coming is that there were more of you that said you were coming than we anticipated. I think some of you were ready to get out of the house. So here's what we're going to do. Beginning next Sunday, we're going back to two services, okay? Um, we've got several families that said they would not be here this Sunday, but they would be coming next Sunday. And we just want to make sure we're giving you plenty of room to spread out and uh, for you to feel safe. And so we just want you to fee please feel free uh, to do that. We'll be doing our regular service just like we did before, 9 o'clock uh, for, for the first service and 10.30 for the second service, and you can choose which one works for you. So next Sunday, uh, for those of you, I know some others of you maybe want to begin joining us, again, feel free to come back. We are still targeting June 21st, um, three weeks from today, we are still targeting that day as the day uh, to allow classes to begin again. And uh, so our adult classes that would like to meet uh, are, are open to meeting begin then. There may be a few uh, of our older groups that decide they still want to, to kind of stay in uh, shelter in place for a while, and that is fine, and we honor that. But for those adult classes that do want to meet, uh, June 21st is our target date to begin again and as well as classes for our kids. Now, I know several of you have children with you today here in the audience. If you did not get a packet from Pastor Sarah coming in, uh, she has those out at the Welcome Center. You can grab that. If your children do get a little antsy today, that's okay. We expect them to be children. Feel free to take them out, and, and uh, Sarah will open the gym for you, and you can take them in there. Um, but we do want to do that. I also want to say that um, as we do the kids' classes, uh, for some of you who maybe haven't served in children's ministry, I know one of the things we can can't do children's ministry unless we have volunteers. And I know several of the volunteers that Sarah has used are, are folks who are a little older and may not feel comfortable coming back yet. And so if there are some of you who would be willing to help in children's ministry uh, during these next uh, several weeks, uh, would you just contact Pastor Sarah? Just let her know that you are open to doing that. And, um, and that'll be great. And we'll, we want to begin again. I'm ready to get back to normal. Are you? And uh, so we all went ahead that direction. We're going to try to take steps uh, as, as prudently as we can, but as safely as we can as well. Now, um, for the last um, several weeks, I've been in this series called Defining Moments. And I've been talking about uh, the little things that can make a big difference in relationships. And what I've been trying to do is, is help you learn uh, some things that in your relationships, even uh, when you want things to go well, sometimes we don't know the skills that it takes to do that. And sometimes we don't know the dynamics that are happening to do that. And so I'm trying to talk about some of those things because, again, we want to get back to this idea that, you know, the two biggest principles of life are to love God with everything that we have and to love one another as we love ourselves. Amen? And, and so we're just trying to answer the question, how do we do that well? And before I go any further today and step into this message, let me just say to you that the greatest gift that you could give your family is to dedicate yourself and your home to our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, because what, what I believe with all of my heart is that until the Spirit of God lives in you, 
you're never fully going to be able to actualize what God wants to do in and through your life. Um, and so the two greatest gifts you could give your family is to be very personally as a, as a mom or a dad or an individual is to surrender your life to Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And then together as a family to dedicate your home with Jesus Christ as the centerpiece uh, of our households and the cornerstone of our homes. Amen. And, and so I want to encourage you, and if you would like to talk a little more about that, um, you can see me after the service, and I'd be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and, and help you take that step. With that step, let's talk about something today um, that I think can really help us in our relationships uh, if, if we can really tune into it. How many of you have ever been in a rut before? Anybody? Yeah. Throw that picture up on the screen for me. Now, that's a rut. <laughs> That's a rut. I saw that old time picture and I saw that guy and I thought, man, now how would you like to be, you know, be in that man? And you're not going anywhere except where that rut leads you. And I think I love the sign that I saw too. It says, choose your rut carefully. You'll be in it for the next 60 miles. Now, one of the things that is true for us and our relationships is that we can get in a rut relationally. Again, whether it's um, at a husband and wife, whether it's with our children or parents, whether it's with our friends or, or, or co-workers, there are ruts we develop. They're actually systems that we develop. And sometimes we don't understand that we, we've gotten things into a bad pattern and then we just stay there. And I promise you, for those of you who are watching and for those of you who are here this morning, I promise you that for many of us, there are relationships in our life and we wish they would change. But here's the deal. They're not going to change. Nothing's going to be different until we do something different. Does that make sense to you? So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about, uh, I called this message, Watch That First Step. Because the first steps we take in relationships and begin to set things up in a certain way, that tends to be the rut that we get into. Now, I want to give you, I want to give you several thoughts this morning. I'll give them to you fairly quickly. If you have your bulletin, you can open that up. Your bulletin becomes your sermon notes today, and you can track along with me. Here we go. Here's the first thought I want to give you. Before I say anything else, let me say this. Choose wisely or pay dearly. Choose wisely or pay dearly. How many of you have ever gotten into a relationship with someone and then somewhere along the way you're sitting by yourself and you're going, man, I wish I'd have never gotten into that relationship. Anybody ever been there? Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that, you know what, the best gift that you can give yourself is to choose wisely from the very beginning. Um, read this woman's story and I thought it was just phenomenal. Throw that picture up on the screen for me. That's Sinead Cain. Um, she, uh, incredible lady, she has two PhD degrees. Uh, she is a, a researcher and does all of this fantastic work and is just a, a brilliant, brilliant lady. Um, but in addition to that, uh, she is also uh, an athlete. She is a world-class runner. Uh, she has run marathons. She has run um, uh, ultra marathons. What's actually amazing, she actually competed uh, in the World Marathon Challenge. Now listen to this. The World Marathon Challenge is running seven marathons. Now how, how, how long is a marathon? 
26 miles. It's running seven marathons in seven days on seven continents. In other words, the challenge is you have 168 hours to run seven 26-mile runs on every continent in the world, and she did it. Now, can I give you the real kicker? Throw that next picture up. She's blind. She's blind. She only has 5% sight, which means all of these things that she does, she does without the benefit of seeing. Now, when I, when I was reading her story, I, again, you can think about researching. Can you imagine running 26 miles, having to be led by someone the entire way? Everywhere she runs, whenever she goes out, she has to be tethered to someone who can guide her along the path. Now, here's just a question for you. How much trust would you have to have in that individual in order to allow them to lead you on a 26-mile run? How much trust would you have to have to do that seven days on seven different continents on terrain that you had never been on before? Can you imagine the amount of trust that you have to have? And when I was working on this thought, I just came back to the fact that I think that sometimes we enter into relationships without ever really asking the question, where is this person going to take me? How is this person going to impact me? Um, I, I think sometimes for, for those of us who are, who are parents, I think this becomes one of the great uh, worries for our kids because we've been down that road a little further in life. And I think there are times when, you know, we've seen kind of what has happened to us as we've gotten into relationships. And then we watch our kids begin to develop relationships. We become concerned about the friends that they hang around with and what might happen if they stay with those friends. Or we become really concerned when they start developing boyfriends and girlfriends. And, and, and we wonder, wow, do you understand what it might be like if you end up with this person for the rest of your life? You know, the greatest gift that you can give yourself relationally, please hear what I'm saying to you, the greatest gift that you can give yourself relationally is this, choose wisely. Make sure that this person that you're bringing in close in your life has the kind of character that you really want to have around you. Make sure that this person that you are drawing near is really a person who's going to treat you as the sacred person that you are as a child of God. Does this make sense to you? Now, the Bible talks a lot about that. Let me just give you a, a couple of verses, though. In Proverbs 13, 20, throw it up on the screen for me, please. Proverbs 13, 20, read it out loud with me, church. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get into trouble. How many of you associated with a couple of fools along the way? Anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first Corinthians 15, 33, throw that up. I love what Paul says here. He says, do not be misled. Read it with me, church. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. You know, when I was thinking about this, I had a flashback that I hadn't thought of in a, in a long time. When I was growing up back in Ohio, um, I, I had several friends that, that I played ball with and things I did with, and some of them were not always uh, people of, of good character. And I can still remember uh, in seventh grade, I had a friend of mine, and we went into a drugstore together. And this is back in the day when we used to collect comic books. 
And, and we, he went in and he actually took some comic books into the store with him, which I thought was kind of funny. And, uh, and then when we were getting ready to, to leave, he said, go buy something. And I said, what? He said, go buy something. And so I said, what do you mean go buy something? He said, just go buy something. And I all right. So I, I went over and bought a candy bar and he walked out of the store and I walked out behind him. And lo and behold, after we got out there and got on our bikes and headed away, he started laughing. And then when we stopped, he opened his pack of books and here he had, with these comic books, he had stolen about three comic books and stuffed, stuffed them in while I was keeping the clerk busy. And all of a sudden, man, I, this, this, this dread went over me like, holy cow, I was just an accessory to a crime that I didn't even know was being committed and, and I recognized right away, you know what? I don't think I want to be around this guy. You know, I don't think that I want. And I began to think about how different my life could have gone had I stayed in that relationship and with some of those people went on that track. Does this make sense to you? Choose wisely or pay dearly. When you're entering into relationships and you're taking that first step, here's your thought. Be yourself but be the best version of you. When you're entering into a relationship, be yourself, but be the best version of you. Now, let me break that for you. I had a, I had a call um, a few years back from a, a young guy that was uh, getting ready to interview uh, as a pastor for a church. And I could tell he really, really wanted this church. He really wanted them to choose him as pastor. And, and so he called me and he said, Pastor Steve, he said, can you give me some tips for interviewing? And um, I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, he said, I, he said, I, I really want to do well. He said, this is a great church and I really want to go there. He said, what tips can you give me? Because I, I really, I really want to make a great impression. And I said, can I give you one really good tip? This is my best thing I can say to you. He said, what's that? I said, be yourself. He said, what? I said, be yourself. I said, the, 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 the worst thing you can do is try to tell this group what you think they want to hear in order for them to hire you because sooner or later, they're stuck with you. And if they're going to be stuck with you, they might, you might as well show them you up front. Does that make sense to you? Now, the reason this is so important is a lot of times when we enter into relationships, if we have somebody that we really want to be in a relationship with, isn't it a fact? Sometimes we pretend like we're somebody we're not. Sometimes we, we act a little bit more this way or that way because we want, to, we want to make some kind of an impression. Isn't that true? Here's the deal, though. The only way that relationship continues is if we continue to be somebody that we're not. And can I just say this? If somebody won't accept you for who you are, you need to be out of that relationship. Because God made you the way you are. I, I love what it says in Psalm 139, 13 and 14. He, the psalmist says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and you knit me together in my mother's womb. I love this at the end. Read it with me. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Now, the other half of that, though, I said, be yourself, but be the best version of you is if you think in being yourself, being a jerk is a part of that. Can I just say, that's the part you need to change. Because that's not the part that God created in you. That's the part that you created on your own. Does this make sense to you? In other words, every once in a while, I'll have somebody and, 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 you know, and they're, just, you know, they're just obnoxious. Or they're just rude. 
And, and you know, they just like to say things. And, and you go, why, why would you do that? And have you ever had somebody do that? I mean, they do things that are just awful. And then when you say, why do you? Well, that's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. Okay, look at me for a second. Then would you help us all and be somebody different? Because that's certainly not who God created you to be. There are characteristics of God that he has put in you. And sometimes we think being ourselves is not at all about being who God has called us to be. I love what Galatians 5, and 23 says. This is what we know as the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now look at me for a second. If you're a Christ follower, the Bible says when we dedicate our lives to Jesus Christ that his spirit lives in us. And that that spirit ought to be bearing this kind of fruit out in our life. Now, can we look at that together? He says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Would you read them with me? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, how many of you got a few things you can go home and work on? Amen. Well, these are the things, look at me, gang. These are the things that ought to be a part of our lives no matter who we are. Be yourself. Make sure that when you're entering into a relationship and you're taking that first step with someone, making sure, make sure that you are being you, but make sure that you're the best version of you. Let me give you another one. When you're, entering in, when you're taking these first steps in relationships with, with whoever they are, Confront unacceptable behavior and attitudes quickly. Develop, confront unacceptable behavior and attitudes quickly. I put a statement on your outline that says the best time to get a relationship on track is when? Immediately. Now, this is the one we're talking about, ruts. You, do you understand that the longer you let things go, that you develop this system that they get used to, and after, after a short period of time, they just believe this is just the way it is. And, and the, 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 when you get any kind of unacceptable behavior, what you need to do is, as quickly as that comes out, you need to be confronting that stuff immediately. And I don't care, I don't care if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, I don't care if it's with your kids or, or, or whoever it may be with, the quicker you confront it, the earlier you can deal with it. I, I heard a, a funny, funny story by Andy Stanley. He was talking about uh, this whole idea of systems, and he was talking about when, at, when his kids or as they were growing up, that he used to give them an allowance for doing chores. And he said one of, his, one of the chores was for his son, he had to take the, the trash can out to the road. And they had a long driveway, and it was a long way out. And, and it was supposed to be out by a certain time on a Thursday evening or whatever it was. And Andy said that, you know, he, he said, here he was. He said, every Thursday, he said, I was coming home. He said, and, and I would always remind my son all week long, you know, got to take this trash out. And he said, and then I would get home, and the trash wouldn't be out. And so then I would drag it all the way out to the end of the road. And he said, and then on Friday, he said, we're giving out allowance to our kids. And he said, one night, he said, I came home and a trash can hadn't been taken out. And he said, and he said, he said, he got the trash can. He said, I'm dragging this trash can out to the, out to the road at the end of a long day. And he said, all of a sudden it hit me. What am I paying my son for? What am I paying my son for? And so he decided, he said, you know what? He said, I'm not, I'm not going to, he said, so that next day when his son came to get his allowance, he said, Andy said, he took the money out for the kid's allowance out of, out of his, out of his wallet. And as he reached for him, he put it back in his own hands. 
And he said, the son laughed and said, what are you doing? He said, I took the trash out to the end of the road. I get your allowance this week. Do you understand what's happening? Now, this is actually what happens for a lot of, a lot of times, especially with our kids. I, I guarantee you, you, you can think, think about it. I wonder how many of us, we, we ask our kids to, they're supposed to do certain things, but they, when they don't do them, we yell and we yell and we yell until, until finally we have to yell until they finally do it or we do it for them. And when we do that, we're creating that system rather than confronting the behavior quickly. I've got a, a couple of thoughts for you when you're confronting the acceptable behavior. First, be clear. Be clear. Quit hinting <laughs> and hoping. Come on, look at me for a second. Now, some of you are just as codependent as I am. And, and we codependents don't like confrontation and we don't like hard conversations. And said, so being clear with someone is, this is what I need from you. We kind of hint about it, you know, be nice if, and, and we kind of suggest or we kind of do that. And, and, and we think people are getting it. And what I've discovered is that a lot of times people aren't getting it. And so we need to be really clear with them. This is what I expect in this relationship. Does that make sense? Be clear. Secondly, be consistent. Be consistent. You know, when, we, when, when, we're, when, we're, you know when, when we're enforcing behavior and we're, we find something that's acceptable or unacceptable, when we, we need to make sure that we're just being consistent with that and not, not yes sometimes and no another time because people get confused and they don't, they don't know what to expect. And thirdly, and this is for those of us, again, who, who may be a little codependent, we, we tend to be a little bit passive aggressive, is be kind. Be kind. In other words, when, you, when we're confronting an acceptable behavior, we, we need to do it while we're under control. Don't gunny sack. Y'all know what gunny sacking is? Uh, come on, I'll, I'll show it. Corbin, come up and help me, bud. I'm going to get one of our graduates to help me. Corbin's a great guy, isn't he? No, he's not as great as you think you are. Corbin, grab that. Grab that bucket. <laughs> now, I know y'all think Corbin's pretty good guy. No, no, don't put it down. I didn't say put it down. <laughs> hold on to it. Just hold. You're just going to stand there and hold it for me, okay? Now, this is gunny sacking. Corbin's a really good guy, and he really is. We love, we love Corbin, but there are things about Corbin sometimes that can get under our skin. But let's say I can't have that conversation with Corbin. He's just so sweet. He's got those gentle eyes, and Got that wannabe beard, you know, it's just kind of really nice, you know, it's just. <laughs> but let's say Corbin irritates me, and, but rather than talk to Corbin about this irritation, I just save it. And I just go, well, I'll just, I won't talk to Corbin about that. And then, you know what, next day it happens again, and I got, a, I got another irritation, and I'm going, well, okay. And I put that one away, and then another day, guess what? Corbin irritates me again. He's getting really good at this, you know, and, but he doesn't know this because I'm not saying anything to him. And so since I don't say anything to him, he does it again. And, you know, he takes my stuff without asking and, and he comes home late without calling and, and uh, he eats my leftovers in the refrigerator and, and all this stuff. And instead of, but instead of having honest conversations with Corbin, I'm just, I'm just, just kind of putting the stuff away and I'm pretending like, and then pretty soon, now you can put it down, Corbin, pretty soon I've got this whole bag of stuff and then so then Corbin comes home and he says something or he does something and he irritates me again and I start beating him with this belly sack. What are you doing, you dummy? <laughs> That's gunny sacking. 
That felt really good, man. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Take it back down for me. <laughs> Give Corbin a hand. Come on. Just, just. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of what we do with this passive-aggressive behavior. Instead of, instead of calling it quickly and saying, this is what I need from you, we, we let it go and we let it go, and we think we're being kind, but we're not being kind because resentment is building until we just can't take it anymore. Does that make sense? I know some of you are elbowing, so that must sound familiar. That ties me to the next thought. Be honest. Be honest. We create cultures of kindness where we, we think we're being kind, but the problem is we're not being truthful. I had a woman, some years ago, I was speaking at a, at a convention or a camp meeting back east, and I had a woman who um, came up to me uh, after a service one night, wanted to know if we could talk for a few minutes, and so I, I sat down with her and said, what can I do for you? And she said, I am, I'm ready to leave my church. And I said, well, wow, what's going on? She said, I'm doing everything. And she said, hey, you know, they've got, me, they've got me teaching here. They've got me helping with kids there. They've got me running errands. They've got me doing this and doing this and doing this. And she goes, I'm doing so much stuff. She goes, I just can't take it anymore. She goes, I wish they would just stop asking. And I said, can I ask you a question? She said, what's that? I said, when, when they ask you to do this, when this, whatever this last thing was that they asked you to do, I said, what was your response to them? And she said, well, I... I told him, yeah, I'll be happy to do it. I'll be what? I'll be what? Was she happy? She wasn't happy at all. And she said, I wish they would just stop asking. And I looked at her and I started laughing. I said, honey, why would they stop asking you? You always say yes. Who's going to stop asking someone who always says Yes, you're mad at them because you lied to them. Are you ready for this? We get mad at people because they believe the lie we told them. Let that sink in for a second. Hey, would you mind? Oh, no, I don't mind. I, I can't believe they did that. Hey, would you care if? Oh, no, I don't care at all. I can't believe it. Why get mad at people when we're the ones who lied to them? Does this make sense to you? A couple passages of Scripture, Proverbs, Proverbs 28, 23. Read it out loud with me. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. Sure enough, I love Proverbs 24, 26. Read it with me. An honest answer is like a kiss of friendship. Let me give you one more. We'll wrap it up with this today. If you're in a relational rut, if, you're, if, if what I was talking about today fits for you and you're, you're in a relational rut, you're, you're, you've got some stuff that's going on, there's somebody that's either saying things and they keep saying it, they don't stop, or they keep doing things and you wish they would stop, or you're in some kind of relational rut like that, don't quit. Just back up. Don't quit. Just back up. Here's the deal. Here's why I say that. 
So often we do just like that lady I just told you about. We, we tolerate things in a relationship till we can't take it anymore, and then we bail on the relationship. But instead of bailing on the relationship, why not just back up? Now, what does that look like? I put three thoughts there for you. Here's what we need to do. You ready? Three steps to getting back on track in a relationship with this in a rut like that. First of all, apologize. Everybody say that word out loud. Apologize. Say it one more time. Apologize. You see, if, if, we've, if we have created a system with someone, if there is someone who has been doing something and we have not told them that that's a, a, a hurtful to us or that's offensive to us or that's unacceptable to us, the very first thing we need to do when we're trying to reverse that process is we need to apologize. We need to say something like this off the top. I am so sorry. You know, I should have said something at the very beginning, but this thing that you're doing, that's really hurtful to me. Uh, we need to back up. Think of, think of for, for myself as an employer for a second. And if I've got someone that they're supposed to be in by nine o'clock and, and they, they show up at 10 after nine, a quarter after nine, sometimes at 9.30, and maybe I've tried hinting, maybe I've tried, uh, you know, trying to say, wow, uh, you're getting, getting a little late start today, aren't you? You know, and we're just trying to hinting, trying to hope that they get the hint that they need to be in it, but they're not getting the hint. First thing we need to do as a boss is not say you're fired. First thing we need to say is, you know what, I'm so sorry. I should have made it clear that I really need you to be here at nine o'clock. First thing I need to do is take ownership for the fact that I haven't been clear with what it is. So the first thing we need to do is apologize. Second thing, I just mentioned it, is be clear about what you do want. Be clear about what you do want from them. What is it that you really do expect? And then thirdly, is confirm their commitment. Hey, I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, should have, I should have said something to you about the fact that, you know, I, need, I nearly do need you here at 9 o'clock. Not 10 after 9, not a quarter after 9, 9, 9.30. Our employees need to be here at 9 o'clock at the latest. Can I get your commitment to that? Can you promise me you'll do that and get them to sign on? Does this make sense to you? We, we don't have to bail on relationships. Sometimes we just need to back up. So that we can create, are you ready for this? We can create another rut, but it's a rut we like to be in. That's the difference. One of the things I've discovered um, in relationships is this. Is that the longer we allow behavior to go on, the harder it is to change. And so I just want to encourage you as, as we think about today's message. My guess is there are some relationships in your life that probably need to change a bit. And maybe you need to take some hard steps toward changing them. Maybe for the first time in your life, there may be some people that you need to be honest with instead of lying to them. Because your yes hasn't meant yes and your no hasn't meant no. And one of the greatest gifts you could give them or yourself is to be honest and let them know what you really expect. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for us. Father, today, um, as we come, uh, Lord, I just thank you this morning. I thank you for giving us people in our lives that we really need, people that we love, people that we adore. Um, but Father, we just confess to you that sometimes in our relationships, we just get off to uh, on the wrong track. And, and sometimes, Lord, we just let that track go on and on. And it's hard. 
Father, particularly when something has been a certain way for a long time. It's, it's hard to just up and change. But, but Father, sometimes the rut that we're in is, is hurting us. It's hurting the relationship. And sometimes the other person doesn't even know. So, Father, today, Lord, I pray for every single person watching this online, for every single person who's here today. I pray, first of all, Lord, that you would just give us wisdom to choose our relationships wisely. To know that uh, only second to our commitment to you, probably the most important decisions we'll ever make in life is who we surround ourselves with. And I pray that you will help us to be wise and discerning as we do that. And Father, I pray that you would just help us to be people who have strength of character. Character strong enough that when things aren't the way that they ought to be, that you give us the courage and the gentleness to confront and to change. It's amazing to me, Lord, how we can begin to despise the very people in our lives that we say we love the most simply because we haven't set up the right systems with them. So, Father, today, help us to do what you would do, and that is to love people enough to tell them the truth. Father, I pray for every home here. I know that there are families who are struggling. I know that there are marriages that are struggling. I know that there are some people today, God, that have some real struggles and challenges going on in relationships in their world. And I just ask right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would touch them, that you would bring healing and wholeness and peace. In your precious name we pray. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Amen.